Last time on Exile, the team explored more of the Future Foundation, getting acquainted with the students. Wendigo took a nap. Enchantress stole a book and ran into Ariel from Volume 3. Jean got introduced to hashtag too many teens. And Gorilla Man is now on the hunt for a magical book. Let's find out what happens this week on Exiled. Hey, hey, Wendigo didn't only take a nap, he also followed the classic improv rule of no but. that the mission was find the stars find the stars find the stars Wendy goes to sleep so he actually doesn't remember the mission hi I'm Jen I play the enchantress and as guardian uh, witch seductress um, and you can find me at street over Jen hi I'm Kaylee I play the teenage Jean Grey time traveling from the 60s and you can find me at Ronch on Twitter. I'm Devin. I'm playing Gorilla Man. And I'm a tenured professor at the Future Foundation <laughs> Institute. And you can follow me on Twitter at Fred Test. <laughs> Hi, I'm James. I play Harrison Hudson. And I'm everyone's dad. You can find me on Twitter at least. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm Luke, your game master, praying for death. Let's get rolling. <laughs> At Coltrag on Twitter. Okay, so you were reminded that the mission is to find the stars, Gene. Alright, and so Enchantress is sitting right next to me, right? Uh, no, she's sitting away from you talking to blonde and pink-haired Ariel, who you do not know. Okay, so I walk over to her. Are you going to say anything to your group of teens who are trying to, uh... Well, how do you feel about all of these teens? Well, yeah, I thought they were just, like, being awkward and ignoring me. Well, two of them were, but... One flipped me off. Well, yeah, but she's the catty one in the group. Okay, um, well, right now, nothing about them is jumping out that sounds like stars. Right? Yeah. You tell them, Gene. <laughs> They're not star material. When does the school play start? Um, they don't yeah. do school plays? <laughs> Wait, yeah. is this not a performing arts school? No, it's focused on uh, STEM. Right, so who's the star here? So stars, theatrics, education, and... Mesmerizing. That's STEM, Luke. So is this not one of the schools where Alan Alda teaches scientists how to, like, do improv and comedy and communicate and perform? No, no, that's the uh, grad school. That's the Future Foundation. Okay. 
Whatever school Alan Alda is at is automatically better than this one, I guess. Well, in this universe, it's Eileen at Ilda. Elda. Either way. Uh, so, yeah, you're just leaving the other teens to uh, go talk to your fake sister? Um. Well, hey, let me ask uh, Scott. What is her name? Sam, Sam. Summers? Yep. Hey, so does this school happen to have any kind of uh, planetarium or telescopes? Not really. I mean, there's not much out there. Okay, well, I tried to take that literally, and that did not work out. So, um, yeah, I'll be right back. Let me just talk to my sister. Question mark. Sure. Alright, so I skied out all over to Enchantress and Ariel, right? Yeah. Okay. Hey, Jean. Hey, Amora. Is that, um, garbage bracelet talking to you at all? It's not telling me anything new. It still says we have to find the stars. What does that even mean? Are you in a disguise, Jubilee? Uh, Jubilee's... Jubilee left. This is Jean. Jean, this is Ariel. Oh. Okay. I I met the rest of the team before when we were in... uh... She goes to say a word but then she uh, stops hmm how odd yeah so what is your thing are are you supposed to solve another mystery murder again or what's going on we're supposed to find the stars you have to say it like that every time too huh well I mean I haven't seen any star and she clutches her head when she says this you okay? It, it's... What's wrong? I don't know. I just haven't been feeling super well since coming here. It's like a few things just set me off. It's like when you hear a name that you just really hate. Mm-hmm. That name is Stars? I, I, I think so. Well, that's our first clue. Is it? <laughs> and uh, this is when Gorilla Man and uh, Dr. Arthur Harkness come into the room. Dr. Kragoff, who who do you think has my book? Let's see your teacher's intuition. Uh, let's see. Well that, well, that girl over there, she's really into the magic. I bet it was her. You fucking narc. <laughs> <laughs> well, I assume... I need this tenure... <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna let one to go eat you. <laughs> then he'll be a gorilla. <laughs> you will never be rid of me. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Dark, uh, Doctor Harkness walks over. I'm putting on lip gloss. Amora, how are you doing today? Yes. Uh, you're putting on airs, I see. What's up, Teach? So, I had a book that was stolen from me. And I would like to know where it is. Uh... I shrug. <laughs> Roll me a psyche check as he casts a spell on you. It's a little rude. That is yellow. And I will... Can yes, I use a background shift? To try and uh, 
figure out to just block this harder. <laughs> uh, you want to use oh, your sorcerer? I'm not actually. I'm not actually next to a. Never mind. It's uh, yellow. I, I will give you a plus one. I will give you a plus one color. Okay, it's still yellow. Because you did. Okay, yeah. Uh, you suddenly feel like someone had stolen something from you that you treasured greatly, and you feel bad. Like, you feel offended that this book has been stolen, and you want to get it back to its rightful owner. He has cast empathy on you. Do, do Good news I... is she has the book. Do I feel bad? So does that resolve? Yes, he rolled red. See, I'm just trying to teach you more uh, a helpful lesson. I'm sure we would both like to let me uh, have my book returned to me. Isn't that right, Amora? Can I re-roll? <laughs> <laughs> uh, roll another psyche check to try and resist at a minus two column shift. Oh, shit, that's still in the yellow. Though if I had my if I had my two column shift, it might not be. <sighs> well, you're rolling against an effect that already has you. It just doesn't seem like me. <laughs> oh yeah, no, he is an he is being a jerk magician. Can I at least be aware of what's happening? <laughs> yeah, no, you can tell that you are having magic done to you to make you feel bad. And you do not like it at all. I mean, I... I might know where it is, but I don't know how to get it back, I think. You would hate if someone misplaced something that belonged to you and would not help you find it, correct? Can I, um, I want to try Captivate. Yep. That is... Can I reach them? Yeah, he is right next to you. Okay, yeah, that's in the... Well, it's that, that's in the yellow either way. He also rolled in the yellow for reflection on your magic. So you are now captivated. God. Just tell me what it does, though. If you'd like lessons, I would be more than happy to go over my book with you. Is that in private? Because uh, Jen, watch out! Don't go to a te don't have private study with a teacher. I look at Ariel and shrug. She's like, okay, and she uh, pulls the book out and hands it back to Doctor Harkness. <sighs> Thank you for returning my book, both of you. And you, Gorilla Man, if you have any questions or concerns. It's so impressive what I'll be able to do in about, um, 5,000 years. If your ego lets you live that long. Well now, young lady, did you learn, uh, did you learn a good lesson? Yeah, I did. Didn't I? We're, we're, ju we're just looking out for your well-being. We're trying to make you the, the best future foundation student we can. Uh-huh. No hard feelings. None at all. Arthur looks over to you, Grill Man, and he's like, you don't need to do this. Fine. Now, if you require me for anything else, or if you have any questions, feel free to meet me in my office. Thank you. I shall. So the four of you are uh, left at uh, Enchantress's desk. I give Gorilla Man the I'm watching you finger gesture. <laughs> I ignore it. So, like, uh, you've enrolled in the school and you need to find the things I don't want to say 
So, how how are you going to try and do that? By putting on a show. Is it a metaphor? How literal is this? It's New York. I think we literally need to find Star Jones and Darren Star. I go to Broadway. You're not here. Go away. Voice in my head. Maybe I should have like the astronomy club or something. We have to like find actual stars. Well, they don't have a telescope or a planetarium here. Hmm. Why? This is like a nerd school. They usually... I don't know. Well, Ariel's like, yeah, uh, I've got a bit of a headache, so I'm going to try and uh, deal with that. I'll, I'll, I'll see you guys later, okay? Okay. And uh, she walks off. So you guys puzzle about this for another hour, and it is uh, time for Wendigo's class. Okay, I guess, I, I guess I'm up. I guess I'm going to class. Mm-hmm. So uh, roll me a reason check to see how well you can bullshit your way through this lesson unless you actually want to give a speech on uh i give a speech about the tar sands okay so roll me the uh reason for that oh i'm very good at that someone even called me the best at it i i rolled in the white so i maybe did not i was not the best at it yeah you uh it does not go well for you. You try and talk about the tar sands, but you end up... Well, how would you say you want your failure to turn out? I mean, I still think that it's believable that Wendigo would legitimately know about the tar sands. He mm-hmm. is Canadian, and so I think he would I, I think he would genuinely be able to talk about it. Okay, but something makes it an unsuccessful speech. So, like, how is it unsuccessful? I'm distracted by a student's Slim Jims. And I ask, I ask if she brought enough to share. Bethany is the uh, one eating Slim Jims, and when you ask her, she gives you the double birds. I give her detention and kick her out of class. <laughs> You're so not my real teacher yet. I don't know. Have you signed a contract? I'm pretty sure I did. <laughs> Probably. She's sulks out but she takes all of her slim gems with her are we all in this class yes it is a uh, one big old class I'm muttering under my breath about how i should have been a teacher instead of a student am i in this class uh no gorilla man your class is up next oh okay hmm amora uh would you care to share what you were ta- what you were talking about with the entire class <laughs> or would you like to explain why the tar stands are great in a paragraph or less you can write it up on the board I hate school. <laughs> I, 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 I whisper. I, I sort of loudly. I sort of whisper to her. You can just say it creates jobs. This is boring. I want to teleport out of the room. <laughs> Roll that teleport check. God, I hope she fails. That's a 98. (laughs) Yeah, you get teleported out. So are you, like, heading onto the streets? No, I want to go chat to Harkness. Okay. 
Yeah, so... Uh, Gonna go get some smokes. Jean, your fake sister teleports out of here. What do you do? Well, I'm in class, right? Yeah. <laughs> Bound by these earthly rules. <laughs> now, uh, I look down at the sheet. Uh, Jean, do you care to answer the question that Amora apparently couldn't? Again, you can just say jobs. <laughs> It creates jobs. <laughs> A plus. Sam raises her hand. Uh, but... Uh, I, Dr. Hudson? Yes? What about the environmental issues that are raised? Partially because of the petroleum industry's low standards for land use and waste management. Oh, no, 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 no. Those are totally legitimate. I'm going to keep it 100 with you, kids. I'm on the take here. Oh. Like, they pay me to say the tar sands are good. And they are, but if you want to talk about why they're not, I'm, I mean... I mean, I will say, I'm obligated to give you an F. But... I would respect you. I... I thought that you were a leading researcher in alternative energies. And what's more alternative than tar sands? <laughs> Geothermal energy? No, we don't have that in Canada. But you literally started a multi-million dollar industry in the energy as an energy concern when you found a way to tap into the Savage Lands natural heat and geothermal connections. No, 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 no. You're thinking of Harrison Wells. Very similar, very similar. I have no idea who that is. I don't know what to tell you. I'm I'm just I'm on the take. I don't know how you can I don't know how to make this more simple. I have been paid money to explain that the tar sands are great. It bought me a new house. It's a great house. And I'm just saying, if you kids want nice houses in the future, I'm, it's really easy. You just have to give up all your principles. Uh, one of the other students, Alara, raises her hand. Boom. Go. Uh, yeah. How much money did you get paid by the uh, oil companies to come and do this speech? Like, how much are they paying you annually as a consultant? A trillion dollars. Because I remember from last week, uh, from, uh, last week that there's been a ton of inflation, so I assume a trillion is still worth a little bit. Uh, yeah, I'll pay you a trillion and a half annually if you just let us take this class to listen to pop music. Hell yeah! I turn on emotion. By Carl Ray Jepp's daughter. No, 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 no. Because I'm on my iPod. I I have ah. it from my own universe. So I put on the good shit. You go into those B sides as well. Well, we're gonna listen to emotion all the way through first. Come okay. On. So, uh, Jen, you teleported into Doctor Harkness's office. He uh, looks up. Amora, how are you doing? Are you free for that special lesson? Yes. Well, what do you desire out of my book? I assume you wouldn't be foolish enough to just grab whatever's in a glass case and take it without knowing what of you're dealing with. Of course not. Um, I want, I, as ever, I uh, am interested in learning more about the arcane arts and more... Uh, 
expanding my understanding of the sources of magic. Is she still enraptured by him? No. No. He didn't enraptured. Whatever the That's, spell is. Yeah. yeah. Charmed. Empathized. Uh, he did reflect captivate back on me. Oh, yes. Yeah. Captivate, that's yeah. it. Yeah, no, he, he dispelled that quickly. He'd rather make you empathize as opposed to forcing you to do something. So oh, God, he's a villain. <laughs> what did you ask me to do? So... That Wendigo talked to <laughs> Oh, Oh, no. Oh, sorry. You're, you're, yeah, you're released from the spell. Okay. Uh, yes. Well... I assume you'd need some alternative to the dimensional magic that you currently use. Would that be correct? Yes, I am worried it's running thin. Especially here. Mm. Let me, uh, try casting a spell. Okay, I want to... What shall I do? Um, I'll try and do an energy shield. So roll that shield. That's 71... So that's in the yellow. You are able to cast an energy shield, but you see it's wavering mm-hmm. a lot more than it would normally be. I nod. Your spell, it is uh, suffering from the lack of dimensional connection mm. that you would normally have access to. Why do you say especially here? You haven't sensed it yet. The disruption in the natural flow of the universe uh, can I roll to sense this now that <laughs> yeah. he's uh, brought it to my attention? Um, what would that be? Intuition? Psyche? Uh, that's just... Yeah, let's just go with uh, Psyche. Um, that's just in the yellow. You notice that it feels like the energy that you have with you, the uh, dimensional energy is sort of like a battery pack. So you are no longer directly charging, you're cutting into what there is. And instead of having this connection to wherever Asgard would normally be, there is a wall. Hmm. I thought it was just all the travel. Is Midgard cut off from the tree? It's cut off a lot more. I suggest that you keep an eye out at night and you might find some more direction towards what you're looking for I see thank you Mm -hmm. but if you would like some additional training what sort of magic would you have an interest in learning I've picked up a good deal in my time as the uh, Sorcerer Supreme. I have notes on this. <laughs> uh. <laughs> Wait, group power. What do I need? <laughs> uh, you should learn how to do a fireball, like uh, like described in the song by rapper producer Pitbull. Does anyone have any real suggestions? <laughs> I mean, is there any, like, are there any kinds of magic that Enchantress isn't good at? Yeah, I was thinking of a, like, dispel magic, but we don't actually run into magic that much. I mean, I have energy bolts. I just need to, like, 
Okay, yeah. Power yeah, those yeah, yeah. up. I feel like oh, a fireball yeah. would necessarily probably affect all of Can us. You, like, in conjure something? <laughs> in most situations. Yeah. Um, Ooh, learn how to summon demons. Yeah. Um, I guess maybe elemental. Um, elemental Like a T-Rex. Cool. More of a general. Okay. Yeah, I want to so, ask for like, elemental. What sort of element do you want to go for? Um... But I have growth with the staff. <laughs> Shoot. I guess, yeah, I'd, I'd like to have uh, more, like, transmutation power. So, I want to be able to turn... Shape changing. Yeah. Of, like, things external to me, probably. Okay. Yes. He, uh asks you to uh, sit down and he's going to start giving you a lesson for the rest of the day and that will give you a let's see a shift zero rank in shape change others okay okay so back in the class uh, you've played through all of emotion and your class is over gorilla man how are you following that up B-sides. Um, today we'll be teaching and talking about the great gorilla migration of the late 1800s. Is that an actual thing? Yes, um, it was a real thing in my universe. But not necessarily in the universe where all of these people live and that they presumably need to know about. Uh, I believe it happened here. I don't know. I'm okay. just going to go with it. Uh, yeah, roll me that uh, reason check to give him a good education i feel like he should get a column shift because he can't actually just describe things that happened <laughs> i got a 27 so i got in the white uh yeah so you try and do this how does your presentation fail well you see i i, I had a really nice powerpoint presentation like already and the projector just wasn't quite working, so I had to try to do it all just by description. And you can only talk about gorillas walking for so long. The students look sort of dumbfounded. Like, most of them have phones out, and they're trying to uh, find this up. Uh, Alexis Power raises her hand. Yes, Alexis. Ah, uh, yes. Uh, Dr. Kragoff, I, I can't find anything about this guerrilla migration. That's because this is groundbreaking research that I'm going to be put, publishing in my newest book. It hasn't been released to the public yet. You are all getting a fresh taste here and now. But how, how are you doing this research? What do you mean? It's called traveling to Africa where this happened. And doing research. But like, what, what, what sort of research are you doing? Are you uh, finding local records of this? Archaeological dig. Yeah, exactly, an archaeological dig. And yes, there are still records. Oh, okay. Well, I, I've never heard anything about this before, so I guess it's very groundbreaking. It is. And this is why I'm at the Future Foundation, to be bringing this to you, because this is future information that you're going to be learning about for everyone else in the world. Sam raises her hand. Oh, God, this one. Yes, yeah, Sam. 
Can it really be considered future information, though, if it's about the past? Go to the principal's office. Can I, what should I tell him is the reason? Talk back. Back talk. Back talk. Yeah, exactly. I don't, I don't need this sass back. Wait, 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 wait. Which student paid me a trillion uh, and a half dollars? That was Alara Stark. Okay, thanks. <laughs> Sam barely holds in her tears as she, like, starts taking, like, two steps away from her desk, and then she, like, breaks into full-on tears and runs out of the room crying. Wendigo, while this lesson is going on, are you actually just going and giving Gorilla Man support on these lessons, or what are you up to? Oh, no, 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 that was out of character. That's why I wasn't doing my character voice. Yes. I'm in the teacher's lounge. Okay, yeah, most of the uh, other teachers are in there, along with Danny Catch, the person who was making a sword in the basement earlier, even though she is not a teacher. I'd like to talk to Danny about her sweet-ass sword. How's it going? Uh, you know, you know, pretty good, pretty good. Just made a cool trillion, uh, trillion, five hundred billion dollars. Just, that's pretty good. It was that Star Kid, wasn't it? Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ah. <sighs> I could technically quit this job anytime I wanted, but you know I, I enjoy working for the family friends. I know how that goes. How's your sword? Oh, you heard about that, right? Yeah. Well, I had a uh, connection who got me some good metal for that, and she winks at you. So it's coming along very well. What kind of metal would that be? You ever heard of? Hell Iron. Have I? Uh, no, that's something that's more magical. Enchantress might have heard of it. Okay. I mean, you could use one of your background points and be like, oh, I ran into that. Nah. Okay. No, 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 that's new That's new to me. I'm, I'm mostly, uh, the metals I'm used to are mostly ones that make up folding chairs. Like, what does that mean? I mean, I used to be a wrestler, so I used to hit oh. people with chairs. No shit. Yeah. What did you like Russell as? Wendigo. Oh. Yeah, it was an old Bret Hart thing. It was there wasn't really a character. It was just me. I gotcha. So, well, you decided to quit and become a scientist. Yeah, pretty much. Nice. Well, if you ever want to see that sword, let me know. I've gotta get back to mopping up. I hear the old tear wagon is coming through. Tear wagon? You hear. Sam crying as she runs through the hallway. Tear wagon. Okay. One, one sec, one sec, one sec. I'll, I'll be right back. And I, I go out and, and call after Sam. She stops and turns around for a second. Ape troubles. Yeah. Listen, listen. I'll tell you what you do. I'll tell you what you do. Mm-hmm. Don't listen to anything he says. He's not really who he says he is. What, what does that mean? Oh, he's a fraud. He, he's impersonating your actual Dr. Kragoff. His real name's Ken. So, shouldn't I tell the school administration about that? Oh, no, 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 no. He'll just bite you and turn you into a gorilla. What? Yeah, that's a thing he can do. But listen, you stay calm, you stay with me, kid, I'll protect you. So, what... 
So should I not go to the principal at all? No, 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 no. You should just go to the cafeteria and get yourself uh, some fries. You have fries here, right? When we have lunch, but we already had lunch period for the day. Then they'll have cheap leftover fries. Go get some. Not really. We do more of a, like, the meals are custom made type deal. So there's not really leftovers. Then go order extra fries. This isn't... Listen, Sam, Sam, uh, Sam, I'm on your side. But this is not difficult. Just go get some fries. Get some brown gravy. Maybe some cheese curds. Put all those together. You have a good time. Uh, okay. Tell him Harrison sent you. She walks down the stairs really confused about what to do. I say a lot to no one in particular. I feel like I've really changed some minds here today. Danny in the uh, teacher's lounge is like, hell yeah. So, Gene, uh, you've now sat through two of... Are they? Are these the worst lessons that you've had in your life? Yes. <laughs> what would be... Like, no, no, she went to school in the 60s. That's horse <laughs> shit. She had way worse classes. What would be like the next closest thing? She, learned, she probably learned smoking was good. And we're not teaching duck and cover. <laughs> yeah, we're pro-communist in 2017. <laughs> what a twist. Well, Professor X is only, like, slightly morally compromised. Yeah, I mean, Wendigo did straight up take a bribe openly in front of the class. I think when you're that honest about it, it's no longer being ethically compromised. When you think about it, Professor X is the one lying constantly. Isn't that much more compromised? Well, let's take a break for now and uh, answer some questions and then we'll get back to wrapping up this episode. So where can people find everybody? I'm Jen. You can find me on Twitter at Street Over Jen. And you can find my art at streetovergen.com or at cooldrawingsforcoolandbuffteens.info. <laughs> I'm Kaylee. I can be found on Twitter at ranchranchranch. And my pop culture rating can be found at the now Eisner nominated Women Write About Comics. You can find me on Twitter. Yep, you can find me on Twitter at Fred Fett. And you can also hear me hosting the uh, Multiversal Q podcast with our game master, Luke. And I'm James, and you can find me on Twitter at at Leask, L-E-A-S-K. You can also find my written uh, work upcoming in the Moonshot Volume 2 Indigenous Comics Anthology. I've seen my digital copy. It's pretty cool, and physical ones will be for sale pretty soon, hopefully. And I'm Luke, your Game Master. You can find more about me at at coltreg.com or at lukehair.com. If you enjoy the podcast, uh, make sure to visit our website, uh, rate us on iTunes, and if you really want to go the next step, you can donate as little as $1 a month and get episodes a week early along with character sheets at the end of each arc, along with other goodies. And I guess you sort of get preference when it comes to answering questions, but we haven't had enough questions to make that a thing yet. Send in questions! Yes, please send in questions. Uh, the... Uh, theme has been who would you set up on a blind date or who would you set your what character would your character set up blank character with on a blind date this time we are asking for Jean Grey so Wendigo who would 
Wendigo try and set Jean up on a blind date with? Professor X. Oh, gross. Not when, not when she's like a teen. Gross. Also, I mean, like, come on, Wendigo. This is this is pretty familiar with, pretty consistent with what he would do. Come on, let's be honest. <laughs> Gorilla Man. I did. I'd introduce her to my good friend Bob the Uranian. Oh, that would be nice. <laughs> Bob is like sixty. At least. He looks like a young blonde man, though. <laughs> also, I believe it was canonical in this episode that age is just a number. Yes, yeah, as we've yeah. established today. Venus <laughs> is looking very uncomfortable right now. <laughs> what about Enchantress? Who would Enchantress set Jane up with? Uh, Jubilee, because that's the only other teen she knows. At least it's age-appropriate. I'll take it. And Gene, who would Gene like to be set up with on a blind date? How about Sam Summers? Heck yeah. Go run after her. She's sad. Well, maybe that's what we'll, uh happen here now in our weird high school <laughs> alternate <laughs> where we learn absolutely oh. nothing hey 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 you all you learned about Carly Rae Jepsen I did and emotions I'm gonna go smoke cigarettes out back <laughs> what sort of cigarettes is Enchantress smoking is it like made from the elvish tobacco yeah jazz cigarettes it's uh <laughs> It's a uh, Surter brand vapes. God damn it! He would vape. Are you saying that she doesn't smoke? She vapes. <laughs> she likes to get that muscle high. Oh. For real though, what is her vape rate like? For real. I'll give you that one, Luke. <laughs> For real, what is it? What, what would what would Enchantress's vape rig be like? <laughs> um, it would um, um, hmm, <laughs> um, it would look like some uh really ornate magical garbage <clears throat> like you might find it at an uh that that store enchantments <laughs> that used to be in malls uh but if you tell her that she will not be happy i think her vapor just looks like a wizard oh <laughs> <sighs> It's actually just an action figure uh, glued onto a vapor, <laughs> holding it up like Atlas. It's one of those build a fig like torsos. <laughs> <laughs> I had sent Jen a uh, picture of the Enchantress action figure, and she's like, What's that weird body? It's like, That's Dormammu's build a figure body. <laughs> it's not a weird alternate Enchantress body. I mean, it could be. 
Okay, so Gene, uh, Sam, your crush, ran out screaming, and you know you don't have to respect either of these two teachers, so what are you up to? Okay, so I'm just, like, walking out and looking for Sam. You see Wendigo going back into the room. Are you going to try and catch him, or going back into the teacher's lounge? I gesture towards the cafeteria. They're in the cafeteria, right? Yeah. Okay, so I, I find her eating poutine. Well, she isn't really eating poutine because... Fuck off! The cafeteria... Poutine is amazing. I would love to be eating poutine right now, James. But it's not that type of cafeteria. Sam has a bag of sun chips. Sad what flavor? Poutine. She looks up as you uh, uh, harvest it's cheddar. cheddar. It's gotta be harvest cheddar. No other choice. Mm-hmm. You have to go to that sun chips place. Okay, so like I sit down and I ask how she's doing. I really have no darn idea. Dr. Uh, Hudson said that Dr. Kragoff was fake, and if Dr. Kragoff bit me, I'd turn into a gorilla. I, I have no idea what that means. Well, it means exactly what it sounds like. What does that mean? He's Gorilla Man. I mean, come on, you're at the Future Foundation. You have to have seen weird shit like this before, right? I guess, but not teachers per- being fake teachers. I mean, that she knows. Yeah. I mean, she did go to school with a professor, Charlene Xavier, so that's kind of a fake teacher. Yeah, but, you know, nobody ever questioned it until after they came to check on the accreditation process. Well, I can assure you, Sam, that Gorilla Man won't bite you. Okay. Well, I I appreciate you coming down. Yeah, well, no problem. It's amazing to meet a Summers who can express their emotions. What does that mean? Oh, again, you just remind me of someone I used to know. Huh. Thank you again. That made me feel a lot better. Okay, well, um, could you help me out with something real quick? Uh, yeah. What's up? Um, does Find the Stars happen to mean anything to you? What do you mean, stars? Well, that is the question. Well, no, I mean, there's only one star. Yeah? Yeah. Like the sun? She points out the window and you see, like, the sun up in the sky. Though it is now starting to, uh, set. There's only one star, you say? Yeah. I'm I'm pretty sure you should know that. So, the Big Dipper, Sirius, uh, none of that rings a bell? No. Well, Sirius is the dog from Greek mythology, I think. Or Roman, one of those two. Ah, uh, but you've never heard of the Dog Star? No. Wait, they've never heard of Keanu Reeves' band? <laughs> James. <sighs> no. Oh, okay. Well, uh, thanks. That actually helps a lot. Okay. Yeah, I mean, if you have questions about space, you could probably just talk to, uh, the Storms about it. I mean, they're... The only people who've really been up there. Well, except for the senator, or... Well, yeah. No, you could probably just talk to the Storms and find out whatever you need. That sounds like a very good idea. Thanks, Sam. No problem. And then I use my Tony Stark roller skates to ride out of there. (laughs) Hell yeah, you're the coolest fucking teen. Because I still have those. 
Mm-hmm. As you are uh, heading up, you run into uh, Vance Storm, one of the uh, Storm kids. Hey. Hey, Vance. Um, so I hear your parents went into space. Sure. That's what they say. Uh, did they happen to uh, see any other stars out there? You know what happened to the storms, right? My, my well, I'm new in town. Okay. My parents and my aunt and then my uh, godmother, Bernie, they went into space and they went through the cosmic rays because they wanted to see if there was anything else on the outside of space, but there's nothing beyond our planets. It, it's just what we see at the night sky. Hmm. That is interesting. Do I awkwardly, like, roller skate backwards out of the... to find uh, my teammates? Yeah, I think you're free to do that. Uh, so, Gorilla Man, after your speed... or after, uh, your class is done, Janet Van Dyne comes in to, uh, start talking about design principles and, uh, the use of aesthetics for better overall planning and, uh... Oh, yes, of course. Just looks at have you... I, I'm assuming you've written things up on the board to try and explain what you have? No, I told you. It's like a PowerPoint presentation and it didn't exist. Yeah, yeah. So you've tried to, like, make up for it by, like, using the chalkboards. No, I used a lot of hand gestures. Okay, okay. Uh, so Jana comes in and uh, is like, how was your uh, first day teaching? Oh, God, it was awful. Just, Just absolutely awful. I, I had this beautiful presentation. You, you would have loved it. But then everything just went to hell and broke, and oh, I, just, I just lost the kids. They called me out on my shit. They said I didn't know what I was talking about. Then they tried telling me that like I couldn't discover things for myself. One girl got so sassy, I had to send her to the principal's office. It's just been, it's been a long day. That, that sounds rough, though. Did someone tell you how to use the projector? No. Because you have to click it on twice. To get it to work. What? She, like, goes over and clicks on the uh, light switch twice. Your projection shows up. That that looks pretty good. I'm sorry you weren't able to show, share it. Oh, thank you. Yeah, ho- ho- hopefully I can try to salvage this for next time. So, Enchantress, are you going to be, like, staying and taking these lessons for the entire rest of the day? Skipping your other classes, or... Um... I mean, if that's what I need to do to get this, uh, yeah. <laughs> I do want to go on the roof once, I, once I'm done, but... Okay. Gene, I assume you're going back to class, correct? Um, is Gorilla Man still there? I'm no, no, his class is over. Okay. So, who's closest Rude. to me? You could stop by in uh, Enchantress, who's in Dr. Harkness's office, or if you went back, you now know where uh, Gorilla Man and Wendigo's offices are. Okay, I go to the nearest office. Okay, uh, that would be Wendigo's office. So, uh, Wendigo, are you in your office for office hours? Sure. Okay, yeah. I, I, don't, so I don't think I knew there were office hours. I think I was just like, I might as well go back here. Yeah. Office have windows. Yes, it does. Okay, I'm like, uh, hey, I think I found out what find the stars means. 
and I point to the darkening sky, which is black and Man, how late do classes go here? It's maybe five o'clock or so at this point. So it's the final short class before dinner time. Also, damn, that's Buck Wild. Good catch, Gene. Thanks, I give you an A+. Plus. <laughs> Great. Hey, these go on your permanent record. <laughs> Do credits transfer across the multiverse? Mm. It's really bad in the bizarre universe where A's are equal to F's. Yeah, uh, you guys can see that the uh, sun is starting to set. It's still not dark enough to uh, see any stars that would be out there. But you have enough time to uh, waste until the bell for dinner rings. So, did you find out who we should talk? Anyone we should talk to about this? Did you pick anything up? I, w I was mostly talking. I was mostly getting rich. <laughs> well, I think uh, the Storm family is our biggest lead. Well, I guess uh, after dinner we should all go and see if we can catch them. So yeah, it is uh, dinner time. Enchantress, uh, Dr. Harkness has ended his uh, lesson with you for the day. Sure. You haven't sure. gone up another rank just because it it took a while to get that first level up. You, <laughs> like, briefly changed what his hair looked like and then it reverted back immediately. So does this work on, like, this works on other people? Does it work on, like, inanimate objects and it doesn't really work on inanimate objects you're turning living things into other living cool things. um well i want to go to the roof uh when you are starting to head up there uh you do feel a bit hungry just because it has been a long day though you can skip um, the meal if you want to is it dark out yet it's getting dark you maybe have okay i'll go 30 eat. 45 minutes before the stars should be out so you guys all go down for eating, and they have a uh, pretty nice dinner. It's a uh, chicken Kiev. They also have some uh, vegetarian alternatives, if uh, that is what you're looking for. And then they have a nice souffle. It's a uh, chocolate souffle for dessert. So who are you guys sitting with while you uh, eat dinner? I mean, I assume uh, Gorilla Man and I are sitting with all the cool teachers. Yeah. <laughs> what do you guys consider the cool teachers, quote-unquote? I don't remember any other teachers, period, so just, I don't know, you can pick <laughs> some that are cool. Yeah. <laughs> I think oh, we knew sure. one other teacher, and they didn't seem very cool. <laughs> do you guys just want to sit with the cool sword-making janitor? Yeah, sure. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, I'm uh, going to see if I can make this thing into a broadsword. I'm going to try and fold it like 50 times, like a katana, and you get a lot of sword talk over your dinner. Wendigo is into this. Yeah. Uh, Enchantress and Jean, who are you all sitting with? These are like four-person tables. Is Ariel there? Uh, she does not seem to be back. She wasn't in classes after she had uh, left to close her eyes. Cool, I'll sit by myself. She can come if she wants. <laughs> Not even sitting with Jean. Damn, I got faced. Um, Fucking power play. <laughs> well, I'm sitting with Sam Summers and the Storm Kids. So, uh, Natalie and uh, Vance. Sure. Yep. <laughs> I don't know their names. 
It's fine. None of you are taking notes on this. So the kids are sort of like asking you about your hometown and like where you got to grow up. So are you coming up with like a loose approximation for them or are you giving them real facts? Um, I'm giving them real facts and they're very confused about all my very dated pop culture. Okay. Vance is definitely a lot quieter than his uh, sister and you're not entirely sure why. But, you know, you seem to have, like, a really good connection to both Sam and, uh, Natalie. Like, just one of those sparks where mm-hmm. you just get along with them for whatever reason. Sam probably because she's the alternate version of Scott. Except right. more emotionally mature and open. So romantic sparks, then. And, uh, Enchantress, while you're trying, you're eating alone, are you, like, trying to get people to stay away from you at all, or... No, I think I'm just looking ver- fairly surly and trying to turn passing people's hair into worms? Maybe snakes. Well, uh, what are the parameters of this? There's not alive, you can't. Can I turn parts of people into things? Can I turn... Uh, like, meat into other things? Can I turn, like, dead things into other things? Yeah. It works best on living objects and turning them into similar living objects just because your level is very limited right now. And so a lot of the people who you're trying it on, it doesn't work or you, like, slightly change the color of their hair and then it shifts back. So this will take a while, but, uh... Bethany, the uh, student who had flipped off the other teachers, uh, comes over and sits with you. I continue trying to turn someone's skin into stone. What are you trying to do? Transmutation. That's fucking rad. Like, are you going to turn people into gold or something? I might get there. Nice. I mean, like... What's your what's your end game here? Are you going to try and like get a super villain or rob some banks, rule the world? I hadn't really thought about it. Oh come on, you you always have to have that plan. You have to have that person who you look up to. <gasps> I I mean I just look up to myself. <laughs> what like there? You think there's nobody better than you out there? Who's yours then? That'd be my mom. The witch. She used to. Tussle with the storm is back in the day. Had hundreds of contingency plans, made all sorts of great devices, and then things didn't end up super well for her. What's your name? Bethany Whitman. Nice to meet you. I'm Amora. I hold out a hand. <laughs> she gives you a slap five. <laughs> so yeah, we should, uh... Plan some hijinks, how's that sound? What do you have in mind? Teach these noobs, these nerds. I don't know, maybe we could, like, turn all the toilet paper into frogs or something. (laughs) Uh, I'll see if I'm free. Do you want to smoke cigarettes on the roof? Are you just trying to bump some off of me? Maybe. Well, that's fine, I got a good supply. And, uh, she, uh, like signed you to leave your tray at the uh, table and you both take up to the uh, roof of the building. 
And, uh, like, after walking up the five or six normal stairs, there's a uh, elevator that goes straight up to the roof. The other 30 or so stories of this building are just, like, research labs and where the uh, storms do a lot of their work. So why are you here at, uh, the Freak Sue? Did you get your mom's stuff, or...? Yeah, I mean, I'm sort of a clone of her. So, I guess they wanted to try that whole nature versus nurture thing, but I'm going to show them all. I'm going to be better, well, worse than my mom ever was. <laughs> what can you do? I'm super smart. She pulls out her own cigarettes, and uh, they are very tightly wrapped. They even have her name branded on them. <laughs> she uh, hands you one of them. She shows you a, a tiny notch that when you uh, scratch it with your nail, she does it on hers first. It kicks up the sparks that you need to light it at the end. Well, that's neat. She's like, so anything you wanted to see up here? I'm just waiting to see what the sky looks like. By this point, the moon has started to rise. And as you look at it, you notice that there are no other stars in the sky. This isn't New York being permanently like bright where you can't see the stars. This is there are no other stars out here. It's pitch black except for the street lights below. Bethany? Yeah. Do you ever feel homesick? Not really. I never really had a home. <sighs> what about you? She just smokes. Bethany smokes and takes a drag herself. So as the uh, meal wraps up downstairs, what do you, uh, what are the uh, teachers up to? I mean, you've gone through about an hour of sword talk by this point, and it does not seem to have any signs of stopping. Can you make us some swords? Uh, if you can get me what I need. What do you I need? Mean, I can make you just the shitty. I mean, if you want the good stuff, you need to get me some hell iron. We can work on that. Yeah, you get me like uh, 20 pounds of that and I can get a sword for you. And I mean, you get me another 20 pounds and I can get, get a sword for both of you. But I mean, that stuff's pretty hard to get by unless you have a connection. Uh, Danny, uh, we gotta. I'll have to continue this later. Uh, we gotta go catch one of the one of the other teachers and talk to them about tomorrow's lesson plan. I got gotcha. you. Have a good one, guys. And if you need uh, something fun, let me know. I high five. I high five her. She gives you a fist bump. Nice. Would we still see the storm? Would we see the storms here? Would we infer where they yeah, are? Yeah, there. Uh, yeah, the uh, storms are having a uh, dinner together. Those storms being just if you need a recall, Renee and Steven Storm. I'm not going to remember that. I know. But we didn't say their names last time. So, they're having a dinner together. It, it seems to be a fairly low-key event. So, where would I go to get some stars? Renee and Steven both look at each other. Uh, is that some sort of slang term these days? 
no, you know, like celestial bodies, like the sun. We need to find them. And by the way, hi, I'm Harrison. I reached out my hand. Uh, Steven reaches out his hand and shakes yours. Uh, what do you mean, stars? I, I literally just said, uh, like a celestial body, yeah, you know, yes. burning gas no. from thousands and millions of miles away. There's no other stars. That's what we're here to talk to you about. Because there should be. And we've been told to find them. And I figure you're, you're pretty smart people. If something's off, something's weird, something's been missing, you might be able to help us find it. After all, you're famous scientists slash adventurers. Yes, but why, why do you think there are supposed to be stars? Well, he said I'm even on a secret. I'm from a different universe, and in that universe, there are more stars. In fact, all the other universes have been to more stars. Only one here, little weird, we've been told to find the other ones. We? Yes, me and, me and my friends. Your friends are... They're around. I mean, I assume Ken's here with me. Uh, Devin, did Gorilla Man walk over with Wendigo? I did. Let's see. So this is Ken. He's uh, He's been living a lie. So you're saying that neither of you are the teachers that we had believed you to be? No, no. I am. I'm just from a different universe. You're from a... And I don't know what this crazy man's talking about. Uh, Renee looks incredibly angry at you right now. And, uh, she's like, I I thought you were an acclaimed scientist. I was willing to look past these apparent lapses in judgment that you had on your very first day talking about how you're being openly bribed by energy concerns. You're supposed to be talking about the future of energy. And the future of energy is tar sands. I, I, I disclosed all these conflicts of interest in, uh, to you right as soon as I started. You know this. I've talked about it. I don't know why we're rehashing old news. Uh, also, also, yeah. uh, just so you know, one of your students already paid me more, so I'm not pro Tarzans anymore. I'm pro Carly Rae Jepsen. <laughs> I'm pretty sure we should do some research into, into using her dulcet tones for uh, energy. Steven raises her hand, and you start hovering off of the ground. And Renee screams out, Children, please duck to the ground. We need to remove this intruder. And you get tossed out a hole through the window. That just opens up to prevent there from being any, any glass that you break. And you are tossed out onto the street. And they both turn to look at you, Gorilla Man. Wow, that was sure crazy. Are you or are you not? Dr. Kragoff. Of course I am. Who says I'm not? Where did you get your... Where did you get your degree from? Russia. What university in Russia? You know, St. Petersburg State. <laughs> <laughs> you get tossed out the window <laughs> as well. And both of them march over to, uh... 
James's table. And they start screaming, like, how dare you endanger these children? How dare you let those crazy people in here? Did you not check their paperwork at all? Did you just think that because they were a large, hairy figures that they were somehow okay to be here? Eugene, you're the only person who's actually hearing this right now. So how are you reacting? Um, can I telepathically calm them down? Uh, you're going to try and uh, calm down the storms? Yeah. Uh, yeah, roll a telepathy check. 69, nine. You did roll the power number. I did. <laughs> okay. I like that we made 69 critics. Yeah. Uh... <laughs> uh, Steven seems to calm down as you do this, but Renee is still incredibly angry, and she seems to notice that you do this and turns around, and she just gives you the iciest coldest glare possible what do you do um I'm not afraid of her is that like what you're actively thinking yeah uh yeah roll a uh, telepathy check again ooh 78 she has you beat on this. Damn it. And all, all you can hear is, you should be afraid. Oh, that's a ritual line. And, uh, the two of them quickly leave. The entire, like, dining room is silent. And, uh, it, it's quiet until you hear Alara just be like, Shit, I wasted, like, a week's allowance on that hairy bastard. So, uh... Yeah. <laughs> you have, uh... <laughs> hey, you gotta, lead, you gotta lead us here, buddy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> So, Wendigo and Gorilla Man, you were tossed out onto the street. So, uh, what are you up to now? Mm, just like go back in the front door. Yeah. Uh, as, as soon as you approach the front door, metal sheets start sliding down like it's barricading itself to prevent being destroyed by, like, bombs. Hmm. Can I try and hold up the uh, the metal sheet with my beastly strength? Uh, you'd need to be pulling that up from the bottom, and you'd need to roll a natural 100, no lies, no jokes, to get that up. Like, it is nearly impossible. <laughs> I don't trust that. Well, then I, then we're at an impasse. You've, 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 you've broken the fundamental the fundamental fiction of the game you've broken Fine, the compact we'll switch, we'll switch to Edge of the Empire's dice 
But no, you guys have been effectively thrown out of the building. And, uh, you are actually trying to, uh, break into it again? Yeah. You, uh, start to hear police sirens coming in, but a, uh, woman walks by and says, So you need to know about the stars, I take it. God. Of course, like, fucking up everything is how they figure this out. Ugh. You get another F. Yeah. That's that wow, that's really convenient. I don't even know how you would have heard me talking about that, but yes, yep. yes, thank you very much. Wait, stars I meant to say scars. No, no, uh <laughs> She uh telekinetically she ru- Uh you can't hear this. The uh like glass doors that had been out have been covered by metal to prevent these crazy hairy men from getting into the building again. Curses. Whoa, 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 what's with that fucking ableist language? Hairy? Or crazy? Crazy! Come on! These potentially dangerous hairy men from entering the building again. Thank you. My apologies. And what about them? They don't want you entering in where you might endanger these children or accept bribes from them. Or, like, not be the teachers who they thought you were. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, the, uh, blonde woman ushers you towards a, uh, limousine. Can I think really loudly at, uh, at Jean and, uh, Amora? I that get we're getting We're getting in a car with a stranger? Uh, Jean would be able to pick up with that. I think is having emotional teen trash times right now. No, Lamora's no. on the roof. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, uh, Gene, roll me a telepathy check, assuming that you're trying to open up a connection with them, or are you more concerned with teen times? Um, no, I'm trying to open up a connection with them. I got a 79. Nice. Okay, yeah, that's good enough to, uh, get through... Nice so, <laughs> so yeah, you're able to uh, hear from Wendigo that you got that they're getting into a limousine with someone. Well, I didn't say limo. Oh, just a car. Yeah. Okay. She says she knows about the stars. And uh, Amora, what are you up to? Are you just planning on spending the rest of the night up here? Uh, ha- have has or... it gotten dark enough to see the lack of stars? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, the lack of stars is very clear now. I guess I want to go back and talk to Harkness. Okay. Uh, you go back to Harkness's office, and the door is locked. I knock. Uh, nobody answers. Hmm. Who else do I know in this awful place? Your sister. Or Bethany. But. Bethany. Uh oh, I know what I wanna do. Mm-hmm. I wanna use I wanna do some computer searching. I wanna do some Googling. 
Okay. Uh, using the band, of uh, course, yeah. because I don't know how to operate a computer otherwise. Yeah, as we've established. Uh, yeah, so there's like a bunch of classroom computers. I'm not sure if Amora would know the difference between those and like a high end. Though these are pretty high end. Whichever one looks at least made the most the high end. They're emacs. <laughs> Yeah, so, uh, roll to, uh, try and control. Or, well, this will let you automatically control the device because it's not really more complex mm -hmm. than anything else. Well, I rolled in the red, so mm -hmm. I type in stars and it tells me exactly what I need to know. Ah! <laughs> Where are the stars? Uh, Hollywood. California. History of the planets. <laughs> History of the realms. <laughs> the world tree. <laughs> You're not finding anything out about the uh, world tree or uh, Asgard or really stars as celestial bodies. It, there's like an understanding of what the planets are composed of and like, there have been expeditions, but the reports just don't have anything existing beyond our solar system. Hmm. Uh, I, I want to Google image search night sky. Old? <laughs> uh, this does not bring up uh, anything else. Well, it brings up uh, some stuff about like mythologies that used to be in the sky. Yeah, I want to look into constellations. Uh, there's nothing about constellations. There's just a uh, old myth about uh, the goblin and the phoenix. I would like to read that. So uh, you read it, and the uh, text is as following: Once in the very early days of the world, there were two great birds that lived together on it, and they flew together on opposite paths around the world, one following the sun and the other following the moon. It was on the day of the first eclipse that they met, and immediately began to fight. The one following the sun struck at its sibling, ripping its wings apart, but in response, it was thrown towards the sun and set ablaze by that which it followed. Its sibling that followed the moon saw its wings become fingers and hands, and its form changed to survive on the land, instead of living forever in the sky. The two resumed to follow their spears, but for the first time, the bird that followed the sun felt tired and sought to find a nest. Thereafter it soon died and was reborn as the phoenix, ablaze with light and flame. The sibling chased after the phoenix, and through the cycles, it found that the phoenix would always die and be reborn after the eclipse. The sibling that had once followed the moon had changed into a creature of cunning who controlled the ground and the creatures on it, and it was called the Goblin. It saw the path of its sibling and found where it was likely to nest on the next eclipse, and it set a trap. When the phoenix landed, the Goblin captured its sibling, bound it, and threw it off the side of the world. The sun and the moon continued to circle, and with complete control over the domain, the Goblin began shaping man and all creatures that were meant to live on the world, while the last remaining flickers of light from the 
falling phoenix became the creatures of the air. I want to print that. (laughs) (laughs) That's deep, man. And, uh, yeah, it's probably like 11 o'clock by this point. So you are uh, getting asked to uh, get off the computer and head up to bed. Uh, I do a last Google goblin. Uh, you find the uh, Swedish rock band goblin that did the... No, uh, it's a weird looking green creature in mythology. You know, it's a fantasy goblin. Ugh. What uh what culture is this uh myth from? Uh it, it's hard to tell. It's one of the stories that like the Adam and Eve myth, there's a lot of variations around okay. it. The version that you found seems to be like somewhere from the Fertile Crescent. Okay. I will exit the computer lab. And, uh, Wendigo and Gorilla Man. Mm-hmm. After about a half hour of travel, you are outside of uh, New York City proper, and mm-hmm. you find this, like, sprawling estate surrounded by trees. And there are metal gates with the initials JS emblazoned on them. And the uh, woman who you entered the car with has been quiet. She hasn't really said anything. And it's just been very awkward for this entire car ride. Like, when you tried to say something, she'd just hold up your finger. And finally, when she pulls up, the uh, limo stops in front of the house. She gets out. And uh, she says, Welcome to my mansion. My name is Joni Storm. And she waits for some sort of recognition from you guys. We're not from around here. I'm just going to stare blankly. Okay. Well, uh, you've met my family. Or, well, what used to be my family. I... Well, it's, it's getting late, so you are welcome to stay here for the night. I do ask for one thing, and uh, she goes up to the door, and she comes back with three hats made out of a thinly folded metal and gives them to you as she puts one onto her, her head. Wear these to protect yourself. Does my, is my tinfoil tin hat a pig? Okay. Like, visually? Oh, that's a very well-made tinfoil hat. It's like if uh, Chanel or like it's like a Vera Wang made a tinfoil hat. Chanel, the uh, alien uh, fashion designer. <laughs> the last fashion designer of Krypton. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Wendigo puts it on. Okay, and uh, she leads you inside and helps you guys go into the guest rooms and then uh gene after the very awkward close to uh dinner what did you do um let's see well i'm still um trying to keep psychic contact with gorilla man and um 
when to go. You had it for a while, and then it just blips out at about 10 o'clock, and you're not entirely <laughs> sure why. <sighs> I guess I make my way back to my room. And it it has been a long day. You've done a lot of work. You've met a lot of people. You're out of spoons, to use that uh, metaphor. Indeed I am. And you drift off to sleep, and you find yourself in a room that is purely white and just incredibly bright. Oh, shit. And you hear a voice that says... I am the Phoenix, and I have much to say to you, Jean Grey. Oh, shit! And that's where we'll end this episode. <laughs> oh, shit, son!